Welcome to episode 26 of the Global Exclusive Podcast. I'm your host, Hazard. And joining me this week are Cotton. So, multitasking, yay! Dream Blitz. I wasn't expecting to go back to individual lines. Musville. You and me both. And Dairy Boy. Yes, that name has started to stick for some reason. <laughs> I'm so glad it has. You shouldn't have told us. About that name, Dairy Boy? I don't know, it wasn't the after talk. So I thought nobody listens to the after talk. So. <laughs> no one's listened to the actual talk either, so. Uh, Baros is not here this week. He contracted some global virus of some sort. God damn it, you just ruined my sponsorship. A very sore throat from unnamed activities. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Dream. Dream is bringing it in. Dream is doing the best tribute he could. Yeah, to is practicing social distancing by distancing himself from our podcast. You just, you just ruined my sponsorship. I was going I mean, to say hey, he was sponsored by Barrows, who was in the hospital because it lasted more than four hours. <laughs> okay, so the, so so it's that sort of episode today. Okay, okay. we have to compensate hey, for then. his absence. Mm, just like Barrels com- uh, compensates all the time <laughs> for his uh, small resource. Yeah, that's tough, people. And there he goes again. <laughs> this will be fixed in post, but no, this will be fixed in post. But everything's fine. It'll be in the recording. Yeah, this will all be fixed. I think we're ready. We're prepped. So this is our sixth month anniversary episode. Unlike Gumi, as Clay said last week, we actually do celebrate our anniversaries. So this is exciting. I hope you guys really enjoyed Clay's episode last week. It was really fun to have him on, and we're uh, looking forward to having more guests. So, uh, but to celebrate our 26th episode, we are recording live uh, with a whole bunch of people that decided to be here at all sorts of hours of the day. Um, is 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 Rigoro here? Did he make it? No, I think he was asleep. Uh, yeah, Rigoro or... went to sleep. He said he couldn't stay on. How many people R. are R. in here actually? Can you get like a count? Yeah, can one of the one of our uh, listeners count, please? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I mean, none of us it's can at least, count. It's at least twenty five. <laughs> hey, if you are listening to the podcast, the Jolly Well could put in some work too, right? Looks like about thirty. I feel like this this crowd that we have here might be the. The weekly listeners that we have, and that's everybody. Yeah, they just keep refreshing so. it to get those view counts up. This week we have an agenda. We are going to talk about Final Fantasy XII. Everybody's favorite game, this banner, has been long awaited because of how much people love Vaughn as a character uh, in Final Fantasy XII. And he secretly, or not so secretly, Shadow Walker's Man Crush. <laughs> you could grind meat on those abs. Ow. I mean, meat's not the only thing. Meat's not the only thing you would grind on that. I was gonna though. say it sounds like that's what Shadow wants to do. There we go. 
Sadly, Shadow has said worse things on the, on this very podcast. So, and if you we, missed it, you can go back and listen to it. Please don't. Um, so we got three units from that banner, which is Seeker Freedom Vaughn. We got Dancing Heart Vanello and Blue Sky Bell Fran. Fran. Oh yeah, I forgot she. Fran. Fran. Did you? Because she's like the peach emoji in uh, FFBE form. Oh, that's okay. We've also got enhancements to talk about. We got Sacred Shield Charlotte. We got Morgana, Elena, and Soul. So that's pretty exciting. There's a varying levels of awesome among those. I'm very excited for Charlotte because I don't have Cecil or anybody else. You don't realize you have the free lightning hazard unless you're saying you purposely uh, need the... Charlotte's better. Charlotte's better. I like her better. Bias. Don't forget about Kimono Fina latents as well. Oh, we did. That's right. Fina has to be present in every week. How many Finos are we up to? It's 17, isn't it? Or is it 18 now? It's around there. It is, we do, you do realize this is Fina fantasy, right? So, yes, we are supposed to have a lot of Finas. I think the only Fina that we're missing is a Breaker Fina or a Tank Fina. No, we're, we're also missing Fina Fina. No, we, are, we do have a Tank Fina. We have <laughs> Summer Fina and Daisy. Wow. Tank, tank Fina up. No, wait, no. Oh, we now we have even a Tank we Fina. Facey. We have Facey. <laughs> and That's honestly, true. they we can be a... a Breaker as well and a support. Oh, then we have everything. Uh, we're we're we could... 13 in GL. Oh, yeah, technically Fit is a Breaker Fina. That's right. I really did forget about that, actually. So let's talk about uh, Shadowwalker's favorite unit, which is yes. I yes. saw you got him. Congratulations. Thank no, you, before we you. start, I mean, can we all agree wait. that that Sinza is an awfully... Sinza is the shitter, okay? Oh, Stole I saw that. Luck this he is the like, I, I swear. It was like eight rainbows in 14 tickets or something. Like, it was I really feel ridiculous. Like... Gumi's RNG is probably like universal, and like once everyone's if everyone's rainbow counts as a single tick in that RNG counter, so I th- I feel like Sinzar just sapped everyone's luck this week. So. Oh, Tomato says first FF twelve ticket gave him Vaughn. Go down with like Tomato. With down Ryan. with go away Tomato. Like, no rainbows from thirty tickets or a twenty five k. Dream. Well, I got I one bad. non-guaranteed one on the 25k that was off banner. So, as you guys know, I did not pull in this banner either. I didn't spend any lapis. I did throw a couple tickets at it and ended up getting a Pinello. And I got my fourth Axstar and second Warheel Reagan. So, not a bad haul for like 15 tickets total. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. Except you didn't get Vaughn, who's probably like the best unit in the game right now. Who cares, though? I don't like Vaughn. I don't care about Vaughn. I don't need Vaughn. I've been saying this all week, but I feel like Vaughn's probably like the single biggest change shift for me in my team because he does so many things that I've taken two people off my team for, for Vaughn. It just feels weird. So, and that's only if you can get his STMR, I guess. Do you really need his STMR, though? I mean, let's talk about his STMR. Okay, so it's got... very important if you're doing dodge builds. Otherwise, it's not that big a deal. It's basically... Yeah. basically so, so ha- Hazard, you, you and I don't care about it. But no, it's really good for dark it. visions, like for all those dodge provokes zombies. I guess, but I mean, who's really struggling with this already? Like, who can't build evasion uh, with the chance of being targeted? Like, we've got so much stuff now to do it. I feel like... I mean, I d- we have to do it for DV. You have to. 
everyone we do the wiki ratings for, of course. Oh, yeah, the people that don't actually exist, you mean? I feel like with Vaughn, it's it's one of those what we predominantly call not not a, like I like to call it a whale toy, but it's not really a whale toy. It's just if you can the thing about Vaughn is that if you can give him provoke, evade, and true do wield, like he can do like dis not despicable, like respectable amount of damage that he could be a breaker finisher and your provoke tank. So that sort of like flexibility is I think why I enjoy it so much. Um I, one of the things that I really like about his LB is that it's, it's obviously 85% breaks, but it's also 130% um imperils. But they all apply before his damage does, which is like fantastic. Which is what they should have done from the very beginning of the game. It's silly that they don't do that. Yeah. And I'm glad like Gumi has just on other units like fixed a fair few over time. Like they don't get all of them, but they do get more than Alan do for making that the case. If we want to talk about Vaughn's kit itself, I mean it is pretty ridiculous. We can talk about breaker power creep in that it's been pretty slow over the years. Uh, it's fairly slow, like a lot of even early seven star breakers like <clears throat> Nigelita are still pretty viable. Uh, and you can still use them for a lot of content. I mean, 74% breaks are still not terrible. But Vaughn, I think Vaughn's major skill that's going to be useful for Behemoth, and you guys have just talked about this already, is that he can triple cast a break on the same turn, which can help you avoid break-resist stupidity mechanics. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, multicasting the break itself is, yeah, only really for the break resistance, which is just Behemoth still, I think. But, um, you know, when you're not using that triple cast, lets you full break plus mirage plus active provoke if you need to in one turn or imperil. And even aside from having triple cast, he has good action economy compared to like Riku because his mirage will auto cast for several turns. So you cast it once and then you get four turns of mirage. I do find it pretty funny that they let you triple cast every single skill, but that Ariel raid chain is just way too powerful. <laughs> They're just not going to let you do it. it it's, a, it's a law. It's a law chain. Like, it's a flavor ability. The thing about Fawn is that, um, and yeah, Luminescence was basically his limit break of the game, but the thing about Fawn is he, he's kind of like the Cecil of Breakers at this point. Like, he's so good at what he does in terms of different things, but we never said Cecil is a requirement. Like, Sacred Shield Starless didn't suddenly become bad because, you know, Cecil came out. This doesn't make Riku or Vanille. I'm not Vanille, sorry. Was it Vanille? Yeah, or Vanille or, or uh, Lid. I'm not sure which one you mean. Avatar. Oh, yeah. Avatar, Lid. All these. It doesn't make them bad. It's just he's another, like, element in that he has so many other things. Like, one of the things that Hazard just mentioned was that Breaker Power Creep has been slow in that breakers usually just break and they do maybe do some other things while tanks tank power group have been like incredibly fast right tanks have been doing all these other things recently another, another thing too. i want to mention is that he's actually okay in dark visions um even aside from the breaks his lb the damage isn't, isn't amazing and his attack is kind of subpar but he can still deal okay damage and getting that and 85% breaks and 100 30% imperil for a couple elements is great so you can use him in that way too and because there's a relatively long delay between activating his LB and it dealing damage you can hold it you can 
activate it to send him, and the break will still be ready for when your chainers are sent, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's got nice timing for the skill. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you're if you're dual wielding, it doesn't matter if you can if you only single cast AR. Dual like sing, so dual cast there'll be dual cast because it's dual wielding, but that's still sixty hits or one hundred twenty hits from two AR chains. So yeah, I guess it just means you can't like I don't know AR plus AR plus break or something. One thing to yeah. note, which is actually kind of rare, is that his AR move is single target. Usually they're AOE. I mean, a AR casts fast enough to like get at least yeah fast, yeah I'm, I'm not saying that but yeah I don't think that's helpful in DV or or very relevant in DV at least it's just occasionally there are AOE stages keep in mind that he's not going to yeah, let you chain true. well through those yeah he can't can't chain for both targets on that the interesting thing is that we've got Machina who came out pretty recently who breaks or who chains while he breaks mm. which is pretty cool the one thing that Vaughn isn't doing he just does like one hit on these damage skills that he's doing. So he's not going to be, like, chaining for you uh, basically at all. Yeah, at all, unless you're using the Ariel Ray. If you have off turns, like, his finishing damage is pretty, like, decent, too. Triple casting that Red Spiral. Just remember, guys, that Sinzar was super disappointed when Vaughn came out, did not think he was going to be very good. Like, looking at the same kit, he... He said, nah, this, this sucks. <laughs> Are we burning Sinza now? Like, well, it's just Riku. Yeah. It, it, it's yeah. okay. Sinzar will never find out about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's He'll definitely never... not listening right now. <laughs> I just think it's funny that he's been uh... hyping him for like nine months now. But the week he came out, he was so, so... so sad. So we, there's another unit on the banner. And she's... No, actually, there is well, one Manella more thing I would basically... like to add about Van. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, fine. Go ahead. Because no, I'm finally no less distracted. One is one of the easiest units for rate clearing, I guess, if you're just going for that. Because his limit break breaks first, then deals damage. Yeah. That's true. Although I would note that nice. we're getting... Raids nowadays have bonuses, so... it's It can be more useful to just run units that are bonus units instead of a carry. But that depends on you actually having the bonus units. Yeah, in the I was first about place. to say that. Like, unless yeah. you pull like yeah. doing that money itself, you won't have enough bonus units to fuel one whole team. The thing that bugs me about the bonus units this time, unless you got Vaughn, but if you just have Fran, they're only single or Penella only have single target stuff. So if you get like, you know, three enemy mobs, you're screwed. You just have to oh, use someone else. It's really well, annoying. I mean, um, for for mocking at least. Just because his his AOE break does damage, so I've just been um, wielding that hazard. and it's killing everything. Don't don't the dark vision weapons give you AOE moves? Oh yeah, they do. Uh, and they actually they actually have decent modifiers. I'm using Pinello to run it, so I and I don't have this the rod. I have the sword, so it doesn't oh. really help me. Shame on you, Hazard. Shame on you. Why would that be shame on me? Are you just saying stuff? Just. Just yes. gear one of so, the other okay, bonus units can... for like TDH. Just just go for like TDH Zargabath or something. I <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. So you were talking about Penelope. Anyways, do we want to talk about yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she got the buff. other unit she that got... exists. Yeah, people hated Penelope when she came out. On... Well, not hate it. It's just that compared to Vaughn, she was clearly a troll unit. But in G. 
GL, she got nice little buffs that make her do a decent amount of damage, where she, sadly, they could have made her better, I think. Her AR move is physical type, right? Yeah, physical yeah. attack. The modifier in it is not great. I don't think it's a very useful move. Yeah, yeah. It's I it's not. It, it, if, it's fluff. If you want to use finite, like, physical type moves for DV or whatever with her, you probably use her as a finisher with her full break move, because that's 35. And she, can, and she can triple cast instead of dual cast. Does it yeah, land fast enough? Uh. Well, honestly, <laughs> I think I think she was designed kind of around DV because uh, just of her imbue, and then she's got three different 130% um, no, yeah, resistance uh, debuff. So she's got dark, ice, and fire. Dark is still pretty rare as far as imbues go, especially for uh, magic chainers. So that's pretty nice to have. And um, she gets triple cast off the bat. And it's single target Chaos Wave Awakened, which overcomes the thing that Senzar hates the most. I would dispute that she was designed for DV because imbuing herself with dark was not useful in JP, and she still had that over there because Zon doesn't exist there. Yeah, I mean, you can. She's definitely is useful for that in that respect for DV. Not like amazing, but not terrible. Well, Aline just throws stuff at the wall, but Umi actually goes, "Hmm, this could be actually useful. Let's keep that." Sometimes. So, yeah, we'll get to that today. We'll get to that. Yes, there are some things that very much do not stick to the wall today. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, someone, or uh, someone mentioned in the live chat, uh, Woods, that that this her dark skill has a twenty percent active provoke on it. Like what? That's got to be a uh, that that's got to be like a reference yeah, to a mechanic I... from FF twelve, right? Well, we should talk to the <laughs> only person who's Res- played FF twelve. A resident expert. I can't, Explain. for the life of me, understand why she has twenty percent chance to provoke. I, maybe I maybe I didn't choose the right. The thing about FF twelve is that the way the progress system works is that every uh, unit can, like in Zodiac Age at least, they can choose a license, and once they choose that license, they go that route. There is no meta license that Panella is like for this game. They said Panella's a mage. I my Panella was always a white mage and a, a breaker. That's what I. That's the combination that I use for her. So. Like I don't know why she has a provoke. Maybe they're I just maybe it's a, apparently a lot of apparently a lot of people used her as like a ninja slash red mage, and ninjas are like I guess maybe they have high dodge or something. Yeah, but there's dodge. No, I not think one of the things that it's a, well, yeah, but, but one of the things that that's like one of the things that I think it's referring to is that in in Final Fantasy Zodiac Age, one of the most popular things is every unit has two jobs. So for example, Vaughn Vaughn was my DPS and my healer, and he did both jobs perfectly. So in this game, I think they when they release Vaughn, they released him to be a va- a finisher and a breaker, and a dodge tank for some reason. And for Panello, I guess they're trying to make him her into a magic DPS and with provoke. I have no clue actually. But they didn't do that with Fran. Yeah, they didn't do that with Fran. Panello's probably more of magic DPS plus breaker for her roles because she's got that seventy percent. I'm, I'm guessing it's just that at this point, it seems to me like. Balaam was experimenting with ways to make mages relevant. They tried uh, Bahamut Darkfina with high damage. Although I guess she actually came out later in JP, right? No, Bahamut Darkfina was before. Oh, okay. So they tried Especially her with is. high damage, and then they tried Pinello with some utility. Uh, and I think they realized that people didn't like Pinello, so they went back to high damage. 
<laughs> well, do you guys think? Uh, do you guys know if you can uh, use mincing minuet that finishing move slash break within Chaos Wave Awaken chains? Like, can you cast it first and then Chaos Wave Awaken, or vice versa, and get that to finish inside the chain? No idea. <laughs> Maybe uh... the chat will figure it out. Yes, that that's their homework <laughs> for the listeners. Uh, but you know, she's, she's got good damage. She's she does have you know, three different elements with imbues, really nice imperils, the highest ones we've got in the game so far, and um, single target for DV. So overall, she's you know a pretty nice consolation prize if you don't get Vaughn. Uh, I ended up picking up one of her, so I I probably won't do anything with her after that, but. Yeah, looks like it would work. She has a nice TMR for me because I don't have uh, operative operative Zyrus, so it's uh, nice to have a TDH material with uh, with uh, magic on it. So I'll let go boring real quick. Let's move on to yeah. Her STMR is really impressive, though. Oh yeah, it actually is really really good. Plus forty magic uh, and seventy one flat magic too. It's just a nice uh, EP stat. Tomato, you shouldn't be saying that. Penelope's like 17 or something. <laughs> well, when did the game release? How old is she now? Well, <laughs> Tomato being inappropriate. Surprise, surprise. Moving on to the next unit, uh, Fran. And that's all there is to say about Fran. So moving on to the next unit. But in all seriousness, Fran Rex. has a really good trust mastery <laughs> reward. And this is one of the rare cases where for the free unit, it's better to feed the free unit regular Moogles and save those unit-specific Moogles for Moogle Prisms because this killer is just so damn rare. Yeah, there's almost no sources of Beast Killer materia in the game. There's there's like the actual Beast Killer materia, which I think you can only get one of. And then there's King of Beasts, which was from uh, Marquis de Leon from the Dragon Getting Quest really lucky lab, on those a very long time ago. Yeah, and then yeah, there's a few other sources that have like 20 or 30% or something. Isn't there an STMR? I think there's some STMRs. Yeah, there. there's it's a couple rare. of STMRs, like Irvine and I think Flammy. Furion has bird killers. Bird killer is a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, basically... Yeah, bird killer isn't that bad, but beast killer is awful. Every throwing weapon has bird killer on it. I just wish there was a killer plus for every race. So, one copy and that's it. Yeah. So if if you care about DV, it's I would say keep at least one of the Moogles. I would probably keep like two or three of them. You're probably not going to prism all of them, but it's just one slot. May as well save them in case prisms ever become really common. I might just keep all the five percent ones. I was going to say you could just you could say you could just sell a unit, but that's it's a different category. So don't sell your units for this. Only Baros would do that anyway. Shout out Baros. Oh, Why do you remind me of these things? <laughs> we we have to keep him here in spirit. Anyways, Fran is an utterly forgettable damage dealer. She's fine for new players. Nobody else is going to use her. It does like very slightly more than the past two free damage dealers. A bit over 20. Just... Yeah. Um, yeah. Has okay. three elements, but Ice is slightly better because of her limit burst I, and peril. I guess her STMR yada, is also yada. worth mentioning. It's, I think, the strongest bow we've seen yet, and it has Beast and Bird Killer on it. So for that could actually be useful for like Phoenix Jake or something against DV bosses of that type. 
Yeah, or equip equip uh, Aurora Fravia with both. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for for hybrids though, you just use Artemis bow. I'm just just let me make my joke. Uh, well, in, in but, DD, but actually, you might not do that just because you would only care about one stat. Right. She she does have one incredibly important trait that we've forgotten though. She Her can butt? do a no. She can do AOE potions to the team. Oh boy! Can't Ilias already Can't do that? that? Like, yeah, like they're even three hundred percent potency. I mean, Ilias can already do that, man. What? It's what's wrong with her so stealing the blow from the four star do? unit? Like, is she really that desperate? How much is let's see, X potion? I think it is fifteen hundred, if I remember right. But... I thought it's a thousand. So there's a whopping <laughs> three thousand. So like, and I think, a I think, can you? How many can you even bring to a fight? Is it like five? Five, I think. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's got you. If your fight lasts that long anyway, you just suck at the game. So nice, so just, nice, just, nice. Just imagine you can heal for fifteen thousand, fifteen thousand HP split across two turns, once per battle. Three thousand. <laughs> I mean, you don't see that level of power every day. Wait. Across two turns? Because you, you can't use all oh, five in one Oh, she can triple turn. cast it. I, th I thought she could only single cast it. Yeah, she can triple cast it. So it's not... Like, 9,000 healing from a damage dealer is technically not entirely useless, but it's not good. I mean, I was joking, but... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, you also can't triple cast her luminescence either. Um... So do we just move on to the enhanced units then? Uh, let's let's yeah, do ladings because there's only one of them, and then we can do enhancements. I just thought we'd talk about them longer. Yeah. I mean, we would probably would have talked about Fran for longer if Barris was here. <laughs> I mean, true. I yes. I I fitted one, but but reference, so that's good. I mean, Shadow Barros isn't here. You have to do his job, okay? Come on. No, 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 no. It's 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 your turn. You can do it, Cotton. Oh, okay. Rex, we can talk about the other banner unit, which is Rex. It's uh, no. keep our president of skipping force. No, actually, cars. I have a question. They're not, they're not I do it. have a question. Who the hell is Rex? He's, he's Vaughn's he's older brother. Yeah, he's Vaughn's older brother that gets the dead on him real quick. He's basically as important as uh, Rassler. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Well, that makes two. Okay, well, What's with FF12 for having just completely irrelevant characters? I think. Well, okay. I will say, I think okay. Rex might be the very first non rainbow unit with AR frames. But, like, who doesn't have rainbows these days? Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that's useful. It's just a fun <laughs> bit of trivia. I mean, it's continuing the tradition of Final Fantasy 12 units who break the game. First, we have Ashe. Now we have Rex with his with what is the Ashe? first four star unit who the game. Ash, Ashe, whoever. Ashe, Ashe. Okay. Cotton, have you ever played twelve? I have. Have you ever seen twelve discussed? Or that's this is like Sinzar level pronunciation. <laughs> I fall back on the whole English. Why are you gonna murder the man like that? <laughs> Oh man, but uh, yes, Rex is Rex and Rassler are technically important, but I, I won't get into this because it's a quackwire. 
I mean, they're they're very important to the story that tells about Vaughn and Ash. They're still they're a very big point to their character development. Shadow. So I get. I know who mm -hmm. I I remember who Wrestler is. I don't even remember who the hell Rex is. Rex is the first character you meet in the, in the game. You play him during the tutorial. You play as him. That shows you how unmemorable <laughs> he is. Or does it just show you how bad Final Fantasy XII is? Take that back, my spell. Well, how bad Colton's memory hold is. Hold on, hold on. The best part of Final Fantasy XII is that it takes place in Evilus, right? And you get to learn a little bit more about these Zodiac Braves and also the, uh, the demons and angels behind them. Which is actually really interesting lore if you guys are anyways, anyways, before Hazard makes us talk about Final Fantasy Tactics for an hour, Kimono Fina got latent. That was all my all I had to say. Hazard, you it's get a... to talk about Final Fantasy Tactics for an hour only if the game releases a new Final Fantasy Tactics 5 star base, okay? No, not even then. <laughs> you know that's basically never much. If I if if I don't get ten minutes to talk about FF twelve, Hazard won't get anything when F another tactics needs released. There won't be another tactics banner. It's already been confirmed. It's over. Wait, did they confirm it's over. it? Tactics has the high ground. <laughs> yeah, you may get Gibranth one day, but I'll never get CG Ramza. Release him, you cowards. Hazard, you're assuming uh, that we won't get a GLEX and the Zagabuff instead of Gibranth. We'll see. So. Since it's been like, since we're already, since it's already nine forty, and we still have like five units to go, Kimono Fina got some mod boosts and a little bit of extra stats, and that's it. Yay! Hooray! Her active is pretty worthless, but her her damage afterwards is like not bad, and the back to back burst is still like has gone back to being like pretty damn impressive, uh... but unfortunately because enhancements can't fix late or can't change frames latents you mean latents can't change frames on existing moves so she's still stuck with chaos wave which is pretty dead at this point so she's like dupe only which is obviously bad for dv also if you don't have her stmr it's kind of problematic because she uses her own tm which is a bow to get triple cast and that means that she can't use any of the rods that have killers, or she can't use Artemis bow, and it just amplifies the normal mage problems of not getting enough killers. I can't disagree with any of this, but I just have, I just have twelve Kimonofinas, and I need to use her at one point. So. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm up to seven. I think I've got two, maybe three. I think I actually have three. I have three, so I'm not gonna do anything with her. Let's talk about someone way more interesting, which is Sacred Shield Charlotte. She's uh, she's Bay. She's my waifu. Wait, did I just hear Hazard say waifu? What? What? Who are you, and what have you done with there are, Hazard? There are only two waifus in the world. It's uh, Agrius and Charlotte. Thank you. Who are you, and what have you done with Hazard? Listen, I'm. The, am I the only one with the waifu? No, I have. Uh, Shadow's also married. No, so, yeah, but like your hazard. We're the only two people that get to talk about waifus. Your, 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 your hazard. You don't say stuff like that usually. No, but but Charlotte, I get Charlotte. I, everyone I, understands. I think he's possessed by the spirit of Barros. Oh no. Barros, no. All right. Well, you guys are arguing over that. Let's talk about Charlotte. Charlotte gets Charlotte's enhancements were great. Yeah, she gets 40% magic mitigation on demand to all 
all your allies and 100% defense and spirit. Pretty nice. She gets uh, some more LB gauge fill. She gets more resistances to ailments. Uh, and charm, and she gets more stats. She gets more cover mitigation. Her damage mitigation. Yes, that's the best part. The highlight of Charlotte's enhancements, I think, or at least for newer and more for newer players, is going to be the fact that she has dual cast now, because this means that she can dual cast her cover and her provoke. And if you don't have Moogle Charm there or some of the other draw here, <laughs> that's a big deal. Because otherwise you're forced, and I'm saying forced. You have no other choice. You have to use two tanks, according to Muskell. I mean, if you don't want to get flattened by random hits that deal like 100,000 damage on turn one. Which don't exist. We've had this discussion a million times, but it is nice. It's nice. But let's talk about the LB, because the LB is still one of the best in the game. That It casts your cover, which now has 70 to 80% mitigations for four turns. And still has your 50% mitigation to all allies. And still only costs 22 uh, LB crystals. Pretty nice. Uh, very yeah, exciting. Her enhancements don't Ridiculous. quite... Like, in terms of Ross survivability, she's still not quite a magic version of Hallowed Ages Charlotte, but she's close. Yeah, I don't recognize the other Charlotte, so... But for those of you who don't have Cecil, she's a pretty darn good Constellation Prize, and she's a lot cuter than Cecil, which is more important. I just Whoa. have one thing to say. Hair is not as good though. Where was enhancement? This enhancement guy when they they were doing Charles. Who? Maybe maybe enhancement guy is allergic to dogs. <laughs> He's more of a cat person. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's move on to another really boring unit, Elena. Elena basically gained some damage, and she got she can now maintain mitigation, and it's now forty percent. So if you don't have a good tank. That can be great. Otherwise, it's probably redundant on a lot of teams. Uh, the damage is good. She's pretty bulky. Solid damage dealer overall. Not top tier, though. She probably has the most complicated wiki page of any unit in the game. Morgana. Like, you have, there's no idea, you have no idea how it works just by looking at it. Like, you'd have to create a, a flowchart for each of her moves. But I know Nexus is excited. She does, however, I think her biggest draw is that she basically has a thousand defense and spirit without trying, and really good HP. So she might be able to be a good DPS for um, some fights where you'd want evasion, like Behemoth, for example. She might be a decent. Yeah, but with the damage, sure that she'll be bulky enough for that. Like even in JP, they had to use like Untamed Wolf Adele with her seventy-five percent mitigation just to not die. I don't think Elena will get anywhere near. And I wonder if her damage is actually enough to hit the Behemoth's turn clear. Probably. Uh, it's probably close because, like, it's around the same level as Cypher, who was used, or Cypher. And so, yeah, it might be alright. And bulk wise, I think I remember some conversations with Sinzar. Seemed, it seemed like if you wanted to go the bulk route after, like, all the mitigations and buffs were accounted for. You needed like around a hundred million effective HP, so she might be able to reach that reasonably well. Her wiki page looks horrible, but I think her rotation is actually rather simple. Yeah, it's cleaned up a bit, and that's what I appreciate from this enhancement patch. At least a lot of the rotations have become, like we're going to go into stole later, but these rotations have become a bit more clean, and 
I guess, easy to access. Uh, does that so. include Morgana's rotation? Actually, yes. Her rotation <sighs> is now very simple to do. The problem is that it's very difficult to figure out in the first place. So it really sucked for me trying to calculate her damage, but now that I know how to do that, she basically just uses the same skills over and over again. Well, okay, is, are we done talking about Elena? Are we talking about Soul now? Sure. <laughs> but I, I just I do want to give a shout out to Gumi for having the worst idea, which is putting increased modifiers on like several different moves, and some of them stack and some of them don't. Like, just stop. <laughs> just stop doing that. Just make the move powerful or not powerful and be done no, with it. Gumi, no, Gumi, <laughs> yeah, Bad Gumi. Bad Stop Gumi. doing that. Bad. <laughs> You're hurting Dream and he's my friend. Aww. Aww. Wait, are you hurting Dream or Maxpel more? Did uh, I what? He's hurting. I mean... Probably me. I calc everyone except Morgana. <laughs> as soon as... Uh, Slime confirmed that this whole stacking thing wasn't resolved. I it was easy from then on. Oh, let's go on a soul. Yeah, it was soul's possibly the least interesting of this batch, but he is effective. Just kind of spams chaos wave awakened of one of three elements and has quad cast and big magic buff and really good innate equipment magic now as well. I think he has 200% true dual wield with no gear. What? Which is kind of just awesome. I think it's just 150. 200%. Oh, yeah, sorry, you're right. 250, 200. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay, 100% in your righteous teachings, and then where else? Look. Uh, he, ha he already had 100%, and then he added 100% more from enhancements. So Let's see. Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay. Yeah, so he just caps it automatically. Wow, that's like your boy Zeno. Yeah, kind of. Pretty I mean, yeah, it's it's still not Zeno. as good as a physical unit just because you don't have good killer access, but it solves some of the problems. His damage still isn't great to start with. It's fine on paper, not not top tier, and then I mean, he falls behind. So, average wise, it's probably about it's about the level of like four wins for Salus, but more stable, but doesn't have that big burst option. So it's sort of pros and cons. He also has like he also has very little innate HP. I think he only has forty percent. No, I guess he gained some with the enhancements, so he goes up to ninety. Yeah, that's fine, I guess. Ah, uh, AOE. Yeah, that too. Well, yeah, but <laughs> I mean, when when we're talking about mages, I rarely bring a mage to a mage stage in DV. Like that's my reality. So, like when I look at a, a like mage like Soul or Operative Zyrus, mm. I don't think about ever, I don't ever think about bringing them to DV. So yeah, I think the problem is just that mages are worse than physical on normal stages, and then they're worse than the physical mages on the mage stages. So they just never get a chance to shine. Sadly, yeah. Yeah. Is, on, is on, the, on the later magic stages, when they're like actually tanky enough to, for several casts to go off, they're not bad. Yeah, but even then, the but, problem yeah. is matching elements and getting mm, killers. Yeah, they need the right element and stuff as yeah. well. So it, it's niche, but like they're not always bad. All, all, most of these magic, like uh, magic DPS units, have to stack their chaos wave awakening chain. Which, I mean, I guess it's not an issue if you just off-chain it, but sometimes you can kill the thing before it even gets the max stack. 
So I want to bring up a, sh a topic that I don't want to bring up, but is DV. I just want to touch on it briefly, which is what did you like about this format change and what did you not like about the format change? Uh, can we talk about Morgana before we move on to another topic? No, that? I don't even know what Morgana no, is. About about what is Morgana? So Morgana I, I is Gooby. We already talked about her. Evokers. No, we literally already talked about her. Because her, so her, her evocation build is just... Yeah? How fun was it Muscle, we already talked about Morgana's damage? Do you enjoy it as much as the first time? Calculating it was not that bad. Figuring out the rotation was a pain in the ass because she has too many different moves. Um, anyways, this is Gumi giving up on evokers because she has two possible builds. She can either be built as an evoker or she can be built or she can be built as a regular mage. And the regular mage build does about as much damage as the evocation build. But then it also benefits from killers after that. So it's just way better in every possible situation. Alright, so let's wait until next DV when Senzar gets the top score using Morgana as a picture. And says, suck it, must spell on his video live. <laughs> yes, please do. Do it. <laughs> Alright, we good with Morgana? Let's talk about DV. Things I liked about it. Briefly. 10 battles is better than 15. Congratulations. Yes, less stages. Bad. And being able to use any damage on the last two stages was nice as well. Well, most. Yeah, any any most damage, any damage, but they still kind of kept it even because the bosses still had slightly lower spirit, so the mages were competitive. Well, the the, phys the physical yeah. mages were competitive. Yes, mm -hmm. two fights per day, release that sucked. Well, I feel like that sort of like ability to choose what we want to do created. A, a, an environment where I could do a, a mag DPS and a physical DPS chaining because I didn't have the gear or I, I did but I didn't have two units that were good uh, chainer, physical chainers that, or good mag chainers so I brought Ace and Rico Rodriguez and those were the two that chained in the last stage for me which was short here's what they should do though they should release three stages a day for three days, nine total so you're done by Saturday None of this release on Monday stuff, because Bahamut was an absolute nightmare if you were trying him on the last day, like I was, and I know Dream was. And uh, my, my War of the Visions crew came through, and I was able to beat it, but uh, holy crap, that guy can dish out the deeps. So that's all I had to say about that one. Giving us the elemental flexibility on bosses and putting the bosses of the same element in a row was a great move. It made it a lot less annoying. I think mm -hmm. I think it should get even better with the next one because I think they make both pairs have the same race as well. Oh, good for the next oh, one. Oh, really? So you can basically gear one team for two fights. Nice. That's interesting. I'm concerned because that'll mean that having not having the good the perfect setup for one fight will put you further behind, since you're basically just doing the same thing twice in a row. Yeah, that's. I true. guess. It, I mean, your defensive stuff will change a bit as well. If the boss them. mechanics are distinct enough, I guess, but it feels like they're usually the same to me. And I find that the, with the change in DB we'll gearing see. for elements is a lot more annoying because they actually use two different elements each fight now. Yeah, I, yeah, gearing for elemental resist is also like not a yeah, it's a minor annoyance that I wish we didn't have to go through, but oh well. well. I mean, I. I think for this one, just by like slotting tanks, I I avoided gear, having to gear everyone for element resist on all of the fights except for fire for Dark Bahamut. 
I just use Kinshira for that. Kinshira. Yeah, she, she, she buffs uh, four resists by 100%, and she has AR frames. Yeah, but if you... Like, how how many turns were you did you take on that? Three. Because, yeah, I, I couldn't kill it that fast, so I had to have buffs with that oh. actual, like, full up time. Yeah, I, I got him down to, like, 60% on turn two, and then I killed him on turn three. I guess the thing with Bahamut nice. is that it's really definitely starts showing the difference between like people running old damage dealers and people running the new all the new fancy stuff, I guess. Yeah. Sky Razor eat pen. Yeah, the thing about Dark Bahamut that and I, and I say this now, it's like I had so much trouble with the last stage. Um I didn't have an, I had enough killers, I had the gear, I just couldn't find two units that actually chained together. Like all of my latest DPS, like Rico is a BS chainer, um, Squall is an LB chainer, Cloud is an LB finisher. Like they, they didn't match together, mm-hmm. so I had that sort of issue. So yeah, consistent DPS. Yeah, DV sucks. All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> and without further ado, I think we are ready for the Q and A session with our listeners. How how the heck did we go through so many units so fast today? Try. Well, there's a lot of boring stuff. Because we don't have Baros. That's true. Baros wasn't trying to distract us with penis jokes every five seconds. Fewer random sidetracks. Yep, yep. All right. First question. Does Cotton actually eat pant? Yes. Next question. What free unit? What free unit did we get? <laughs> we already talked about Fran. something? Just not for very long. I think he's talking about other stuff, you know, not the stuff we covered, the barrel stuff. Red Ash asks, "Can I add Muspel and Hazard in game?" Yeah, I told him. I told you I would. I I have no. not gotten around to it. I will this weekend for sure. I never check my friend invites. Ever. <laughs> Gosh, Muspel being friends with people. How hard is it to be a friend? How many inactive friends on your list? Asked by Tomato. Well, that's a good question. I actually have a few that I can't come to delete because either I've met them at FanFesta, I've had them for so long, I don't want to see the number go down, or they're just people that used to be so active in the community. Like, for example, Jimmy. Like, Jimmy quit the game. Jamori quit the game. But I still have him on my friends list. Or Garpo. Garpo used to be a lot more active than he used to be, but I, I like the guy. I love and I want him back, but I don't want to delete him. And Majin. Oh my god, Majin, please. Uh, I so. think I deleted Majin again. Oops. I, I had Defiant Hermit for basically up until like a week or two ago. I think I still have him on my I, list. I finally realized he wasn't coming back. I still have my brother on my I list, think... and he's running Onion Knight from when Onion Knight first came out. Oh, is he running him <laughs> as a mage? Wow. Because that would be really on point. He he was he had just started playing the game. I I like I made a reroll macro and ran it until I got him an account with Onion Knight. So Reynold asks, what are the chances of getting Defiant Hermit on the show? Cotton, what do you think? Uh, I did ask Hermit, but I think he's a bit busy now. So we wanted to get him for the retrospective episode uh, when we were talking about the good old days, uh, but he was not available. No, but you know who we should have on the show. Nuts, uh. 
You want to know how to get yes. us on the show? Each one, we just need to slowly wear him down. Every single one of us. It's a group effort. Everybody in this podcast needs to add Matt's Natsa in the FFB oh, server. No. no, they'll get banned. <laughs> you're, you're, gonna, you're gonna get us banned. <laughs> no, it will ban us. Also, <laughs> yeah. also I, I'll, I'll admit, I didn't realize it for a while, either, but you, you realize it is Nazta. What? Oh, with a T? Yeah, it, it's it's Z T A. Yeah, it's Z T A. Not T Z A. Okay then. Um, I I saw another question that we passed by. Uh, why? Uh, oh, Tomato asks, why have I never been on, asked on this show? Um, I think we've invited you many times, but you just refused. <laughs> uh, somebody asked a question about the uh the free unit and prism things and who we're going to pick, which I think is a topic that we probably should talk about in general. Oh um, yeah, good, good. So fine. So it's ba- it seems like it's a lot of the more recent, like it's, it's the CG protagonists, it's the Esper units. Um, who else? Basically versions of the main cast. Oh yeah, I guess that's a good way of looking at it. Um, I hadn't really figured out the connecting thread there. Yeah. Um, for me, there's nobody on there that's an upgrade in terms of roster, so I'm mostly looking at it for STMRs or really niche stuff. I'm thinking I might pick Infernal Rain just because this STMR is one of the few sources of Beast Killer. Mm-hmm. I, I already have one copy, so that would get me to three, and then I just have to pull one more somehow, someday. Um, another good STMR is Delta Sakura. Oh yeah, Her I'm SKMR actually considering is that. high mag and LB damage, which, which is rare. Like there aren't a lot of LB damage mag materials or equipment in the game. That's so true, but there that's... also aren't many mages that use their LBs for damage. There, there's Ellie and Ace, and that's about it. I mean, even yeah, if you I can't mean... use the LB damage, it's still a very high mag rod with fifty percent magic for free. Like that gives so much more slots for killers and other stuff. Yeah, it's it's a great STMR. Yeah, it's a bit like Xeno mm. STMR. Yeah, I just find that I would tend to use uh the DV rod and probably Quistus's STMR. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm potentially looking at just like a first copy of Delta Sakura for like, you know, stealing her killers. Or the other one I'm looking at is actually her her banner partner, potentially a prism for Epsilon Nicole getting them to seven star. So just has a pretty nice support kit still and that's not going to change for a while but it's sort of like i don't really know when i'd use him but it's like i wouldn't mind having him the problem i have with epsilon nicole is that he just feels like a much worse version of hallowed age of charlotte because her her tithe mitigation is only slightly worse but one of them's a tank and the other one's a support right but (laughs) she has like (laughs) she has like his entire support kit and i don't have hallowed vegas uh, she doesn't have the killers that he has. Wait, he doesn't he have killers? Uh, not much. He has an AoE imbue and Imperial. 200% buffs and 50% gen. I guess I don't one. really see that stuff as being very useful because with Zahn you can copy all those things. You don't need them AoE. I've I mean, seen people... Cons- I mean, for, for DV, sure. But... I've seen people consider um, War Hero Rogan. I mean, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, I might actually go for War Hero Rogan myself. Yeah, I'm thinking of a second copy of him as well. You're back to the Ground Saint Rogan. See, 
And I don't have a single copy of Rogan either, but like, unless you're going for STM, I, here's my, it's like, I feel like, with, and we know that Envy is an impending doom. And with an Envy becoming an impending doom, how many of us would actually keep using, you know, Whale Rogan? With this DV, I was already at the point where I wasn't really using him that much. For me, I would like to actually have a unit who I can steal Dragon Killer, who isn't a completely dead slot like Duke. Like, right, but I, I've. Yeah, you can also get Fire or Ice and an Imperial from For it. that, you might want to consider Mystic Ice, Light Laswell. Yeah, yeah, you might want to consider Laswell more because. Laswell also has the elemental resist, which I think Sins are like really showcased this time around. And the other thing about Laswell is that he, if you have Cherilas's STMR, his damage actually spikes quite decently enough to consider using, at least for me. So I've been looking at, you know, using Mystical Ice Laswell or getting an STMR for Delta Sack. I'm still split which to get. One thing that I'm not super thrilled about with Odin Reagan is that. His TM is just bad. His STMR is fine. It's not. Yeah. It does like I I used an STMR Moogle on it. I don't think it was worth it. I was kind of hot caught up in the hype, but it didn't. It hasn't been that great. Managed to convince Barris to do the same. <laughs> at least I want that on your tombstone, Muscle. Caught up in the hype. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot be established that yeah. Muscle is the Meta slave. I mean, Something I did like pull that. for Phoenix Jake, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bit Wait, sad. Really? <laughs> that's Yikes. how I got a high score in DV. I, I did not realize that. What was your score in DV? Maspel does not have principles, okay? It's shitting on him so What much. was your rank? I'm, I'm at like 530. I that's didn't it? quite manage to crack top 500. Yeah. I didn't really have time enough. to really bear down on Bahamut and figure out what people were doing for that. Yeah, I know, right? He is very good for DV. He's strong. Because I like how he has the imbue, the break, 120% in perils, and very high burst. Well, I guess anyway, I think that's everything. Oh, no, we have a few, so a few more questions that we missed, I think. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's it for the yeah. unit in prison unit talk. In prison. Now we can go back to our questions. Yeah, and I, and I just scroll up because the chat has been moving. There was one by Lemur Ninja <sighs> that says, which, I think that's uh, the, so like, the first one that we missed, I think. Which character falling out of favor affected you the most? Uh, I couldn't get a new chainer for a long while, and my Orlando and Dark Meredith were my only things keeping me afloat. Child. And we know Cotton's answer. <laughs> uh, kind of the opposite of falling out of favor, but back in the day when TDH came out, it made my life a pain in the ass because everybody started running uh, fixed dice <laughs> Titus. <laughs> and the pro the worst thing is that it's really hard to tell the difference without looking at the equipment screen between a very well geared TDH Titus and a badly geared <laughs> dual wheel Titus because they have about the same attack. So you have to really pay attention to which friend is which. And Are you sure? I thought fixed dice Titus was the one that everyone was going for. That was the problem, I think. The Yes. The problem was that people were paying attention to the average damage and not the low or the high. Just how good Wildly the actually was. But the big PP burst, like who wouldn't want that? I spent eight turns on phase one of Elnath with fixed dice Titus. <laughs> attacking every single turn. It was the worst thing that ever happened to me, and then I swore I would never use fixed dice ever again. I was about to ask you why you were using fixed dice in the first place when you hate it so much. Yeah, that was, that was the first time I ever tried it. 
and also the last time. The tipping point. Some people just didn't have enough gotcha in their gotcha game, so they decided to use a gotcha damage. Yeah. As Tomato says. Sort of pull for a high roll. I'm, I'm very, very glad that they came up with the new damage formula because it means that we don't have to argue about fixed dice uh, anymore. Because so nice. that always came up whenever we got somebody like Aang. Didn't that happen because Yuffie was, was supposedly like overpowered in JP and they immediately nerfed it? She would have been really strong with fixed dice at the time. Like, I think. Well, strong on paper. But yeah. yeah. So we got the fixed dice nerf before Yuffie, I think? Yuffie. Not Yuffie. Yuffie. Yeah. I think Yuffie. it basically JP felt I think Elam felt like they couldn't release any unit that used uh throwing weapons because they did it with Randy and he was too strong and then they just didn't do it for anyone else until you come to think of it we still don't have equipped throwing weapons at all they're they fear yeah. its power hazard and oh yeah speak I guess speaking of Yuffie <laughs> and throwing weapons just comment like. I I got her STMR not that long ago, just from random copies, and I was very disappointed to find out that it didn't even have 1.5 average. I was I was so sure for so long that it like it would have, because it's like the only two-handed throwing. And Wait, I was like, it doesn't? No, it's 1.3. Yikes! <laughs> same with shit? same with Yego's STMR. I had a similar reaction around that. I knew about Yego's because I have that one, but I always <laughs> what? Assumed, I guess like you, I assumed that Yego's yeah. was 1.50. But well, no. at least it's got a great uh, rare in item world to make up for that. With the MP? Yeah, love it. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, at least other uni- anyone uh, can use Yego's STMR with AI Katie's STMR. Like, no one use it. Oh. For Yafi's one, no one can use it unless they can innately use throwing weapons. Also, please. And how not many units can use throwing weapons? Stop using AI Katie's STMR on bonus unit for MK stages. Stop doing it. Never. Oh, that reminds me. I forgot to equip. Yeah, Dream. Why is Dream using that on hey, this You can have, you know um, have, have Muscles friend slot. I'm going to delete him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, my ace is set up for EP, not your bonus unit. Also, running. can we just discuss? I know only like me and Muscle care about Arena, but no double and triple cast Arena Week is the worst Arena Week ever. Every once in a while, they combine it with no wind damage as well, and so I can't even use my tornado chainers. It's Get wrecked. You know, just quake chain. You use tornado chainers? Why? What else did I because use? Everything else is banned. Because I can triple cast. You use. Yeah. You use AR. You use Ew. physical TDH AR chainers. Ew. No. You only Ew. cast it once. Yeah. Your damage is capped. But you can't. Dual cast tornado either. Yes, honestly. you can yeah, you with actual dual and triple dual black cast. magic. So Medina and New Rem can both do it. That's not how. Why is that not banned? <laughs> <laughs> All this arena talk is grossing me out. No, you know what's going to be even worse when Phasey comes out. Who? I don't know what Phasey does. Preemptive cover. Oh. What? Yeah, she has a one-turn preemptive cover. Is it physical magic. or magic? Magic. Oh, I don't care about that. I would use physical. <laughs> yeah, time to quit. Tell me when that, that chick's coming out. I'm out. It's like, get fucked shit. I mean, you. just wait until Alim releases a physical version of her. I feel like a passive AoE cover was like always going to happen. 
And when it happened, that's when we get bullshit type of bosses. That's the only way they would be able to like compensate that sort of like power creep. Like it has to be not not fixed. Oh yeah, because you know we 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 haven't gotten bullshit bosses yeah, before. I, I mean, I'm I'm looking at you, Glacial and Behemoth. Oh my god, and... fuck Glacial. I mean, Glacial was okay when we could like. You know, do no, the old fuck school no, of glacial. Or, or, original yeah, the original glacial, glacial when, when we could like just keep spamming, just keep force closing, reopening the app to reroll the RNG. Reset. You could reset to make it hit different people. Yeah, those I were the days. But scorn of iceberg made me so angry. Scorn of iceberg is probably like the best, like the, not the best, but like the biggest gear check in the game. Like, it just checks, do you have these gears to survive the preemptive? Yes, you win. No, you die. <laughs> so stupid. Not their worst design, I'm sure. Is it really, though? Is it really not their worst? I mean, isn't like the... Have you paid Marble... attention to the DD? I'm think of what could be worse. Yeah, the new Marbles also have a pretty big gear check. No, the Marbles... Can you chain 100 for no reason? Can you chain 100? Yes? Uh... That's actually original Marlboro when it came out may have been worse designed because it was borderline impossible. I liked I, that about it though. Like that was yeah, the best I like part that about, about it. it. I'd say the bad design is more like having a vade on Gooligan. I I, th I I I warmed up to it after like after a few months once it became more doable. I think that on release it was. If if they intended it to be doable on release, they yeah, failed. Yeah, basically it. only do it with A two with pause. If they intended it to be something that people would stare at for months and then, and then eventually tackle. So it wasn't necessarily bad. It was early. Yeah, it was a lot easier once yeah. we had magic cover. Things. If they'd waited another month, we would have had I mean, Onion Knight to enhance Transterra uh, to both to handle it pretty easily. Mistina. Uh, there's a question. What do we think about the new Extreme Scorn stuff? Scorn Trials in JP. I haven't really looked at them. I know almost nothing about their mechanics. I mean... I almost nothing. I mean absolutely nothing. Yeah. I've, I've seen a bit about them, and like, I would say I am kind of sad that it's the same bosses again instead of you know, new designs, because <laughs> new designs. a lot of the new boss brides... They haven't done a new design in the new boss brides especially look really nice. But, they have um, done a couple. There's the... I don't know how you pronounce it. Coral? I mean, and yeah, the Tonberry uh, trial. Mastico, Tonberry. I mean, we've had ones like the Chocobo Battalion as well and stuff in GL. I mean, have you, have you seen the, the newer story? Like, they're practically reusing all the boss sprites. We haven't got a new boss, a new, any new enemy sprites, even like with colors. Does, I mean, do, re do people really care about <laughs> boss design? Like, I, I, I really don't. I'm, it's just so. nice to see something new instead of like terror rats reskinned. Aren't you the one who really wanted, who really loved the ten man boss designs and wants them to be made into units? No, that's me. <laughs> I like the ten mans because I like the and ten man mechanics. The design of those was amazing. So you don't care about the design, but you also love the units that are well designed. No, the design of the fights, the design of the fight, not the. Not no, the but they art. also had very interesting boss fights. The art was great. I'm just saying, if they redid the art, it would be it wouldn't be as nice. They could they could they could make the art a little bit different. Like they could do, you know, not just new colors, but like redraw them in different phases. Mm. It'd be fine. Yeah, it would be pretty funny to watch us kill Gilgamesh for a third time or something. I think. 
Yes, please. It'll happen. I mean, haven't we done that already? Extreme Didn't we have the MK while? boss Gilgamesh that we killed? Yeah, I guess if you count events, it, it, we have actually had him more, more times than two. Because there was big yeah. bridge and stuff. Yeah. Can I just say that Gilgamesh is one of the worst beloved characters in Final Fantasy? <laughs> I actually think, like, of all like the existing characters in every game, um, Tom Berries are probably the worst. Like, I don't get the hype around Tom Berries. So, like, I don't like... Yeah, I don't know why they're so popular. I don't so know. Popular. They're all right. Yeah, they're all right. I guess. Like all the reoccurring themes, like there's Tom Berry's Chocobos, Sid. <sighs> Tom Berry's just don't. I don't get. They're little homicidal gremlins <laughs> with knives, I guess. Speaking of, the new fan design units should be soon. <laughs> soon. With a big TM. So, do yes. we think that we're gonna have another damage dealer whose design is a garbage fire like original Elsparis? I just uh, I just got my fourteenth Elsparis this week. Fourteen. My condolences. On, has on a... the bright side, I think that global exclusive units are probably the most likely to get Neo Visions. Because I th I think there's a lot of older units that might not ever like I would I would be surprised if we ever see a Neovision for like uh Elephim or something. I don't think we'll get ones necessarily for all the global exclusives, but at least some of them will. I mean Alim did some of the old ones. Alim did say like designing Neovision units is a lot does take a lot more effort than designing Neo Vision. So. Well they have brave ships so. I, I, yeah. Right, this is going to sound strange coming from me. I want to see what they would do if they gave Kaito a brave shift. I think oh there could boy. be something interesting there where he switches between putting up dots and then changing into like a chainer or a tank or something. I don't know. <laughs> it could actually work. It actually might be a really cool idea. idea. <laughs> It'd be cooler than anything they're doing. Like, congrats, another cloud. I, 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 don't, I don't trust them to do it well. But I'll be interested to see it. But if we have to trust between Alim or Gumi, I trust Gumi two hundred percent of the time. So, Gumi, please. Yeah, let's let's be honest. There was a question that somebody asked about what Neo Vision unit that we want to happen of the collection units. I guess that's the question I literally just answered. <laughs> well, yeah, I know you, you did, but oh, we didn't reread it. Uh, that's you already answered before we read it. Any specific ones, I guess. I mean, mine mine would probably be uh, Doctor Iden. I think Dr. Iden in, in V form would be really interesting. Not hazy. Uh, not hazy. I, th I think there's some global exclusive units where Neovisions would let them actually execute a little bit better on their original concept. Like, Beryl could actually have a light in a dark mode. White Knight Noel yeah, could Beryl's actually be a mage well. tank. I don't, think that I don't think that would work well, just because you don't want your tank to stop tanking. But they could try. The other thing is Esper units. I thought about this, but I feel like if Esper units got Neovisions, they their brave no. shift will obviously be their combined oh, yes. form. So how would that look like in mechanic terms? I I've, I've been thinking about that recently. I mean, they, you wouldn't really have to do anything much different mechanically, but visually yeah, it would be I think a they lot would be, nicer. They would definitely be in the group of Neovisions where 
their Brave Shift is the same role as their original one, and just like a different spin on it, or one of the ones that where they flip between their two forms to make the most of mm. their damage. Can we not encourage them to make more Esper units, though? Please? No more. Just stop doing them. <laughs> We've got most of them out of the way. I think we got all There's of them. so many Espers, we still, right? We haven't got Esper Season 3 units yet. Yeah, well, we have, we have all the same ones as JP. Wait, we, have means, but we don't have Esper still Nicole, like Nicole Espers and Leviathan. Yeah, Nicole and Sakura are the obvious missing ones. Yeah, and I, at one point they'll probably get it, but maybe they'll get Envy first before uh, that. Who there's knows? a question if we think that <laughs> nice. uh, the FanFesta units, the ones that got the upgrades, will get enhancements. Because they had enhancements before, and then their enhancements went away when they got the upgrades. No, not not None not for the none of them had got enhancements. Only they just Roberta got straight up buffs. Had, had enhancements and got those yeah. wiped out. Oh, actually, and um, Krylock, Krylock, uh, not Krylock. It was Christine. Pretty sure. Did Krylock enhancements too? I think they yeah, both. Yeah, had enhancements too. I yeah, they both. They're both of their enhancements got. I'm wiped. not sure if they'll yeah. get enhancements. I think it's unlikely. I think that these were kind of treated as their enhancements, except that they were just made free instead. And it kind of let them polish out some of the issues with their kits by yeah, completely rebuilding them from the ground up. But I could be wrong. It's hard to say because we don't have any precedent here. But it's, it would be nice for them to have enhancements again, like just to bring them up to after the meta, I guess. Because FanFesta units were very I, popular. I, I certainly hope they get enhancements. But I think from Gumi's point of view, there's not much reason for them to give units a third, or I guess a fourth loose on life. They might get latent at some point, but it seems to me like they usually go, the unit comes out, it's hopefully good, it gets, it gets enhancements later, it's hopefully good again, and then they get the latent, and maybe that brings them to relevance a third time. And then that's it, they're gone. Uh, Unim asked, if you could pick the next unit to get latents, who would we pick? Well, for me, Dark. it would probably be Sid, I guess. Dark Knight Cecil. Dark Knight Cecil, 100% for me. <laughs> they were so good. Oh, okay. What? Uh, what's this? Is this simping for Hazard? Hello? I just wanted to make Hazard feel bad because he didn't pick the right unit. No. no, I just think that Dark Knight Cecil was the one that everyone was kind of looking he, forward to that just got completely isn't he really really bad now? Like, didn't he only do like. I think it was like 20 Yeah, he wouldn't be that good now anyway. It got him to around, yeah, well, it was like 19 with low external support and like 24 yeah. with high external support. But at the time, that was really yeah. good. But not anymore. Yeah, it was very solid for the time, but now it's not good. Now that's free MK event unit. Yeah. I'm just looking at Kurzami's right now. His isn't really, his is really good. Like he gets... That is yeah, why well, Dream is drooling over it. I... Yeah, the yeah. passive is just, I wow. Think if... If we get Kurosamis, they would nerf it because it's probably too strong. With combined combined with its DLX enhancements, I think if if they waited like one more month, then it would be fine because it's already not. He wouldn't be as strong as Bahamut Darkvina currently, so they've already like crossed his threshold. But uh, Dreamy had a good idea though. Let's um, see if we can get questions that are not FFBE related. Eat pet. <laughs> but 
yeah, to that question I answer. No, no you. <laughs> Who is the next confirmed podcast no, guest? You. Uh, I don't think we have anybody lined up yet. We've idly talked about inviting yeah. some people. I'm not sure that we've reached out to anyone in particular, aside from Defiant Hermit a while ago, who, like I said, was busy and couldn't come. Uh. Now, we, we've told you, Square Enix Justin is obviously going to be the next guest. <laughs> well, real talk, though, we, we are in discussions with him. I don't know if it'll get approved, but we are in discussions with Justin to see if he can come on the podcast. I've also reached out to a couple other people that would be really interesting to have. Uh, and there's also Tomato. You can come on anytime. We, we might be I actually able do to get, want to have Tomato on. We might be able to get Fujimoto. Yeah. I, I know his nephew. Oh, really? My uncle works at Gumi. <laughs> I like the phrase of that. We're like, it's like we, we have a bunch of exciting people we're potentially going on, and then we could also get Tomato. <laughs> that was the joke, Dream. Thanks for explaining it. Um, if there's anybody you guys are particularly interested in seeing, like I think I personally want to see, I want to hear Lygard and what he has to say about the game, I guess, because he's such a big part of the. Uh, I, I would like to see Lygard. Doesn't I thought he said once that he had like, doesn't he have hearing damage? He might not. He might have issues doing a podcast if he can't hear us well. Oh, uh, Lady Hero is a great, uh, a great suggestion. Mm. Gonzi the Mage, I'd love to have on as well. Um, I'm trying to get Nasta, you know, we've always, we're always trying to get Nasta on. Slowly chipping away. One thing that I want to happen is uh, we, we need to get all the meth people in here. So get Furcula, Dangdar, and Wata all in one podcast and see what we can get out of that. Yeah. The whole, the whole oh, podcast you're basically talking in code or math or whatever. I don't, or be snorting math. Like, I don't think people will be interested. I kind of to want to get that. Fencer on so that he can talk about the wiki because just... I think a lot of people don't don't realize how much work he does on that. Can tell everyone to go back to global discussion. Slime uh, would be a great. Elytra, yeah. Uh, Tomato mentions Elytra. She would be an amazing guest, and I've been working on it, so we'll see. Uh, soon, TBD. Uh, Shali, I would love to have Shali on the pod yeah. as well but i know that um that i've i've heard from other people mm. that she's basically not allowed they uh, there was another content creator that tried to get mm. her on video i believe and um they went through the whole process and were denied so i don't have high hopes for that but we're definitely happy to reach out and see uh we're gonna get so many people and i and i do agree that we need more guests sometimes um Clake was a great one. Clake was a great breath of fresh air for our podcast. And until we get, until the day we get Fujimoto on this podcast, that's that's our end goal. That's our end game. <laughs> no, the end game would be us. That's no, a, wouldn't the end be game be us being invited to host the fan festa? Get Fujimoto, get cancelled. That would be the ultimate end game. Yeah, but like with COVID being a thing, we won't be hosting a fan festa anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> so. And even even then, I bet like it'll be in America, and therefore like three only three of us will be able to get there. <laughs> two probably. Must is it two? Maspel oh Maspel and Hazard. Maspel has Shadow and Shadow. Fly over. I still have to fly over, but it's I mean it's. Uh, okay, I thought you were in the same same place. Same we're in the same time zone, but we're like miles apart. Don't I worry. thought you were only like a few hours away. Okay. Uh. Me and Mustaville could meet up easily. We only live like maybe 30 or 40 minutes away. Yeah. 
I mean, not doing that right now, obviously, because there's a pandemic. Yeah. But. <laughs> but <it's> like, <laughs> I mean, for for me, it already kind of feels like it's past here. We 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 kind of dealt with it. Yeah, yeah. The U.S. has has not done a it's good job with in this. In my state, in a, in one state over in Victoria, the shit is happening. In my state, it's okay. Yeah, and Canada wants to keep its borders close to keep you guys in there. Thanks. <laughs> 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 By the way, I was listening to um, Jim Gaffigan's one of his newer because he's a comedian. No, I do. Muscle's got it now. Yeah, there we go. He does a whole skit on Regina versus Regina. By the way, yeah, but Barrows isn't here, so. Oh dear. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! There is a whole skit. Okay, what is the skit about? <laughs> Oh, he's, Can you send he's in Canada. Baros, please? He's in Canada. He's talking about Please Canadian things. And he basically says that all of Saskatchewan is uh, perverted because their city's named Regina. Okay, you you can't call Furcula pervert like that. I mean, what? Um. So <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm very confused right now. He's from Saskatchewan, but anyways, um, yeah, Regina is what I was taught. When I was growing up, like in Canada, like that's how you pronounce that word when you see that word. So I, to me, it's still Regina. And whenever I talk about FFB with my other friends here, we say Regina all the time, and it's just normal. So all the pronunciations that I have, it's from where I'm from. It's not just me; it's all my friend group. So fuck you. Hot <laughs> <Bad> pockets. <laughs> Thanks for coming out to our 26th episode. Appreciate you guys. All the support you've given us, I know. <laughs> and we haven't made a dime, and I think we're happy to keep it that way. It's just nice to have fun doing this rather than feel like it's a job, for sure. So, but thank you guys for listening and supporting us um, with all your comments. Please continue to listen. Let us know what uh, suggestions you've got, and uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Cheers. And as a final closing word, Get good, eat pen. Mm-hmm.